Welcome to episode three of Baseball Busters, a podcast opening packs of cards and discussing the cards inside. I'm Calvin Ripping Packs III, a man who once opened 2,131 packs of cards in a row without getting hurt. And I'm joined by Odie. Odie, why don't you say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. How you doing? And our other buster, Mr. Joe Deggs. Good evening, everybody. Okay, so on this episode, we are going to open five packs. So we're going to get started with the first pack, which is a pack of 1988 scorecards. Um, do we want to do the prediction? Is there going to be a uh, is there going to be a big card in here? If so, who might who might it be? Eighty-eight. Can we get a Tom Glavin rookie in there? That would be the big one, I think. If uh... Maybe a Ron Gant. I'm I'm coming off a of memory on this one. You consider Ron Gant to to be a big card? <laughs> no. <laughs> Formerly a big card. I don't remember, remember who the rookies were. If we're going for former former big cards of Benny Santiago, high high hopes in the in '88 for Benny's That's career. Right. Yeah. All right. So let's 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 get started. Our first card. Pittsburgh Pirates outfielder R.J. Reynolds. Odie, do you do you know anything about R.J. here? You know, he was just kind of an annoying, almost fast, almost could hit, almost could field outfielder that was typical of the Pirates back then. I think they had him and Lee Lacy and Joe Orsalak. This was, you know, I guess they probably had Bonds and uh, Bonilla and Ben Slyke coming up right around then. But R.J. Reynolds was a a bastion of the past. Joe Deggs, what does RJ stand for? Richard Joshua. Robert James. He's not a, he's not a junior. He's a Robert James. Okay, so we're going to move on to our third card. Still purple. He's been on the episodes before. Uh-oh. Jim Presley. Everybody knows my uh, my experience being hit by a baseball with Jim Presley, by Jim Presley. All right. This guy's a big fan of the Earl of Sandwich. He's a frequent uh, guest of the, uh, of the episode, the candy man, Candy Maldonado. Boy, that's really appropriate. I'm glad we've got the Candido Maldonado. All right. He, he played for like, like eight, nine teams, right? He uh, he had a yeah. good run. Yeah, he did. At this point, he's only been a uh, a Dodger and a Giant. But uh, yeah, I think we've seen him in previous episodes as a as a uh, as a Cleveland Indian and a few other teams. Yeah, Blue Jay, maybe. Yeah. All right. He was also called a. Uh, uh, the candy man, but I think that was also a John Candelaria. Maybe we can decide right now who was the better candy man. Was it John Candelaria or Candy Maldonado? Oh, I always throw my weight behind Candy Maldonado. Sorry, Candelaria. No way. Yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'd have to agree there. All right. We have a, we have a pesky middle infielder for the Boston Red Sox, Marty Barrett. Were you annoyed by him, Joe, when uh, he, he was on the Red Sox when they played the Mets in 86? I was found he, him quite annoying. Was he the last out? 
for uh, Jesse Roscoe. I think he was. He might have been. That's a that's a good bit of trivia. I can't remember. Game seven, swinging, swinging a miss. <laughs> Very nice. All right, this is a uh, this is so far early on. This is our best card, Hall of Famer, Robin Yount. Great player. He, he switched from being the best shortstop in the AL to being one of the best center fielders in the AL. Am I right? I uh, I believe so. <laughs> I think Cal was up there too, though, right? Well, Cal never switched to being a being a center fielder. Yeah, I, I thought that I thought you were counting both. No. Yeah, no, I was I was just saying out was the the best uh, shortstop there. So Mark McLemore. Yeah, great name. Yeah, I when everybody used to get uh, excited for the band Macklemore, I used to think that they were they were talking about Mark Macklemore, and I, I had no idea what they that what they were talking about. Thrift shop. All right, here we go. We have a Astro. We have Chuck Jackson. I don't think Chuck Jackson had a big long career what 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 do you think this is this, this is a rookie card here but i don't <laughs> think he did much after this might also be the last card of his career <laughs> can we get a quick look at the whole card there i just got to see chuck's feet there there we go yeah you know i mean his hips are there i think he's in candlestick park in this uh in this photo yeah um, that looks right yeah i'm one of those idio savants where i can see the first three rows of a stadium in the back of a card and figure out where they are. All right. I need, I need lots of stories about, uh, about this guy. Oh, <laughs> the, uh, original middle reliever. He sure was. Yeah. He and Jesse Orozco really teamed up to be, uh, sort of an eight, nine close shutdown, uh, kind of closing team there. Jesse, Ar Jesse Orozco. Yeah, before this year, uh, oh. you know, back in like 84 or so, 84, 85, before Roger McDowell came around. So, so I would just like to, uh, to apologize to Doug and the, uh, he, needs to, uh, he needs to talk to the people from SCORE because uh, in the description on the back of his card, it says, Doug, comma, a chunky sinker baller. Like th those are the, those are the first uh, first uh, three words of uh, his description. The guys these guys worked to be a major leaguer, and the guy some guy at scores writing copy, and he's like, "Doug, a chunky sinker baller. Come on." Seems That's like a that. dig to me. Uh, it does. Somebody had a beef with Doug Sisk. All right, we have a Dodger pitcher, Tim Leary. Looks like he was a Met as well. He was. He was a first-round pick, maybe the first overall pick one year. And uh, he got traded to the Dodgers, uh, I want to say in the – oh, no, I wanted to say in the Mike Marshall deal, but I think that was uh, later. So uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to refer to the archives. You don't remember that, do you, Joe? I think he was Met, early Mets, early 80s Mets. Yeah, he was. So – it looks like he was he was a Brewer before Dodger, so um, uh, he uh, looks like the Mets traded him to the Brewers. So oh, interesting. Wonder. Yeah, there we go. That that could make some sense. Let's wanna check that out. All right. Seems while like you're in my craw. While 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 you're checking that, we have a San Diego Padre. We have Joey 
Cora. This is a rookie card. Joey stands only 5'8". So it's, it's not, not the biggest guy here. All right. He's no Doug Sisk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, you know what? I got I got the info here. Uh, All right. You know, so so I was wrong. He was not the first overall pick. He was the second overall pick. So, mm. uh, you know, sorry about the inaccuracy there. But okay. uh, <laughs> the he he was in a four team trade. That's how he got to Milwaukee. Wow. The Rangers no, sent uh, a player to be named later, and Danny Darwin to the Brewers. The Brewers sent Jim Sunberg to the Royals. The Royals sent Don Slott to the Rangers. The Royals sent Frank Wills to the Mets. And then uh, the Rangers sent Bill Hetz, who uh, I've never heard of, to the Brewers to complete the trade. So essentially the Mets dealt Tim Leary for Frank Wills. Don't, don't remember see, him with the Mets. You don't see a lot of, uh, of four-team four team deals. No, that was that one. They needed a couple pieces of paper to keep track of the players. And yeah, Frank Wills never played for the Mets. Never had one inning. So uh, tough break. Well, yeah, two months left after the Mets got him, they traded him to Seattle for some some player that never never panned out. All right, so let's uh, let's let's look at this next card. We have a relief pitcher of the St. Louis Cardinals. Rick Horton. Another, uh, no, it, I, I take that back. He's not a rookie card. He, uh, he was up for, for a while, sent down and brought back up in, in 87. Uh, I don't, I don't remember much of old Rick there. Yeah, he was pretty good on their 85 team. I think uh, as a reliever when they won the world series, if I remember correctly, he looked like he had good stats. Let's see. Uh, he appeared in, uh, in 87, uh, 87 games, 25 innings pitched, um, 87 games for 25 innings pitched. That's like, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm sorry. 125. Oh, okay. I was going to yeah. say that's like a real, real loogie, <laughs> but, uh, but he did go eight and three with a 3.8, uh, two ERA. So that's a, it's a pretty, pretty decent year. All right. Odie. Oh, that guy! What do you, what do you think about Burfeld. what do you oh. think about him? He's a relief pitcher. Yeah, I think he was uh, known for wearing a Jetsons T-shirt under his uh, jersey. Does that sound like uh, something uh, that might make sense? I know that in the uh, that is true. He also in the uh, in the '86 uh, playoffs against the Astros in a big comebacker by Gary Carter. He caught the ball behind his back. And showed Gary Carter the ball before he threw it over to first base. Oh, what a punk! Oh wow! So I think uh, I know we're only one pack in, but we might uh, we might put Charlie in the uh, in the Buster's pile for. for He's already for the now. Buster in my book. Carter the ball, just so you know. Yeah. Right. You know how I would descri describe Charlie Kerfeld, by the way, chunky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have a guy who's going to go on and experience some uh, success as a manager. Uh, we have uh, Bruce Bochy, catcher, San Diego Padres. He always had some power, but he also had a really big head. I think that's what he's really well known for. I think he has like a nine and a half helmet or something. 
very, very big. Where, where, where was he born? Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't know. He was yeah. born in. He was born in France. Oh wow! Might be the best manager that's ever been born in France for sure. Would uh, yeah? I don't. Would he be Bruce Boche in, in France, <laughs> or is he? Is he? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. All right, we have. We have more relief pitchers. We're, we're, we're heavy on relief pitchers. We have Steve Farr. Does anybody uh, remember Steve Farr? Not with two R's. Not with, I think, you know, I think of a different Farr with one R, but not that. <laughs> so this guy was in the minors from 77 until 87 before his call-up. So he, 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 he suffered in the, in the minors for a while before getting, getting his call-up. He got traded to the Yankees later, too. He became a Yankee reliever uh, in the late 80s, I think, early 90s. All right. We have, uh, we have a catcher. We have Jody Davis. Does anybody uh, remember Jody Davis? And who was he on? What team did he play for, Matt? Well, he's a, he's a, he's a cub here. Yeah, I hated Jody Davis because he, he was uh, – the catcher for the Cubs when they beat the Mets in 1984, kind of the first time the Mets were looking like a really good team. And that's when the Cubs got Rick Sutcliffe and, uh, you know, pretty much beat out the Mets and everybody in the East. Jody Davis was the catcher along with a bunch of guys like Keith Moreland and uh, Leon Bull Durham and uh, some of those guys. But He's, he's listed as a, Durable take charge catcher with an extremely strong arm, but it doesn't sound like you 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 agree with that assessment. Well, I think he was probably all of those things, but he was a punk. He was the Cubs. <laughs> so we're uh, we're sticking with catchers. We have Ed Hearn oh, of the uh, Kansas City Royals. Why don't you guys? It sounds like you guys are excited to discuss Edward here. Of course. We've come back to Gary Carter. He was the, uh, the main backup for the uh, 86 Mets. I think he, uh, when Carter had a stint on the DL, I think he had a, a whopping uh, 21 days in August of 86. Yep. Yeah, he was a bespectacled catcher. And the other good thing about Ed Hearn is that the Mets got David Cohn for him. Yeah, and he's, uh, you can see his glasses under, under his catcher's mask in this card. That's a All bold right. move. So the last card, <clears throat> somebody we've seen before on the Busters, we have Detroit Tiger, Jim Whalewander. Um, still probably the, the height of, of his career, um, being two-time guest of the Baseball Busters. So, Odie, that is the final card in my, my score pack. Uh, why don't you uh, Why don't you bring us a, a pack of cards to bust? All right. Well, I've got a a little bit of a different angle here. I've got a uh, 1990, the premier issue of Pacific Trading Cards, when they had a card set for senior professional baseball. These cards were for a bunch of retired players who were playing in Florida during the winter. So let's see uh, who we get. All right. We may get some of these guys from the, the pack that we just opened up. So here, first card we got, it's a 
a sticker from a, a great team, the Bradenton Explorers. Oh, that, that's got to go on the back of your car. <laughs> Make, I just dropped it. Whoops, hold on. <laughs> Bradenton down the drain. So, all right. Okay. This guy was a Mets catcher in the 70s, Jerry Grody. He was a pretty good catcher. He was equaled only by Johnny Bench as a defensive catcher at the height of his career. So these guys are playing um, like spring training ball in in Florida or like around the same time? Like winter ball, literally. Winter ball, wow. December, January. So Jerry Grody was the oldest player of these old guys. So that's what it says here. He's the oldest member of the Legends, but he's seeing plenty of action both as a catcher and a third baseman. Good on Jerry. Wonder if they had a uh, fantasy league for for the for the Legends League. I'm not sure they lasted long enough. <laughs> so here we've got Al Oliver, who played for the aforementioned, aforementioned Bradenton Explorers. Wow. So. Know anything about Al Oliver? Former I do. NL batting champ. Whoa. Yeah, he was pretty decent. Here we go. This guy, Jerry Martin. I think he came to the Mets briefly, but he also was on uh, the Royals, and he was one of the guys who got suspended along with uh, Willie Wilson and. Uh, who else? Uh, Willie Aikens, and right around the time Keith Hernandez got into some trouble with, with uh, some of the, the drugs and such. All right. Well, uh, drug uh, drug usage or drug uh, smuggling uh, makes you a candidate for the Buster. So do you want to do you want to put him in your possible uh, Buster I'll pile? Put, I'll put him in that pile. And he was a member of the Orlando Juice. Oh. OJ. <laughs> <laughs> Being OJ also was a contender. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Dwight Lowry. So he was uh, he, he was a, a Tiger uh, at one point. So and he played for the Pelicans. Where are the Pelicans from? St. Petersburg, maybe. The guy's a Pelican. Those are some. Those are some very shiny cards. Yeah, they are. They, they're silver with yellow stars. Here we go. We got Gene Richards. I was like Gene Richards. He was a padre for some time. Pretty fleet of foot. Looks like it. Looks like he's in. Uh, from what I can see on the card, it looks like he's in. Uh, he's in good shape for 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 an older gentleman. I would agree. Yeah, he looks like he was. Yeah, he was born in 1953. These cards were from 1990, so he was only 37 years old for being a senior baseball player. Mm. So at this point, you could still be making millions of dollars. Yeah. Is it a coincidence that uh, these guys are playing in Florida and then they found all that HGH in Florida? (laughs) (laughs) Very possible. Here we go. We've got Lenny Randall. He was a Met in the 70s. So he was born in 1949. Whoa. Yeah. He was a St. Petersburg Pelican. 
Is this league defunct? I think it was defunct like before it got started, really. It might have barely outlasted the American Association of Football or whatever that league was called, but barely. Here we got Joe Pittman. You know, he seemed like a decent enough second baseman uh, to have a couple cups of coffee in the majors. He played for the Super Sox. They came from Winter Haven. Mm. Uh, Grant Jackson, this guy pitched in the 60s. He was pretty old, really. He had an 18-year career. So, but he was, uh, yeah, he was a, a closer for some teams. Catcher, Tim Holsey. So this league is not really getting the uh, the cream of the crop of uh, the older guys, are they? They pretty much had the guys who still had a pulse. <laughs> I remember Al Oliver was – he's probably the best guy that we've seen yeah. so far. Um, but they right, after they league, had, right after this league, you went to the Mountain Lakes Over 40 Softball League. <laughs> <laughs> Very possible. Here we've got Odell Jones. Nothing else. A great, a great name, uh, you know. First great athlete named Odell. I guess he's been overtaken by Odell Beckham for the, the best athlete named Odell. John Diaquisto pitched for 10 years in the majors until 1982. Came back eight years later to play in Florida with the St. Lucie Legends. Mm-hmm. We love St. Lucie. And finally, Rick Lysander, Minnesota Twin. So his card number is 143. So there were quite a few cards in this set. I'm really uh, – what, what, what team was Rick on? In he the, was in... on the, the, the Bradenton Explorers. He was oh, another okay. explorer. So. You, should, uh, you should mail him that uh, – you should find his address and mail him that, uh, that sticker for his car. He can put that on the back of his car. <laughs> Remembering the moment. So I, I've set aside Jerry Martin as our buster of the day. All right. So he's up against – we, we, so early on, it's him against uh, Charlie Kerfeld, right? That's right. Yeah. All right. So we are going to move on to a 90 flare pack. Uh, 90. Um, anybody? Uh, I guess maybe BGO, maybe a Griffey second year. Um, I guess that's that's probably maybe the big cards. I I guess so, yeah. Because believe it or not, I did take a look at who was in that '88 score pack, and after Tom Glavin, the second best rookie was indeed Ron Gant. Oh wow! At the time, at the time, the best rookie in that whole pack was none other than Greg Jeffries. Yes, yes. All right, so we're gonna start off. We have a. Quad, four stickers. Um, we have a we have an Indian, a Tiger, a Royal, and a Blue Jay. But best part is we have some trivia on the back of this card. So, question one: What was Tiger Stadium previously known as? Ooh, it's a tough question. Uh, so nobody knows. It the, Lou, the Lou Whitaker Arena. <laughs> <laughs> Bennett Park, Nevin Field, and Briggs Stadium. Wow. I wonder who Bennett 
Maven and Briggs were. I no idea. Okay, question two. In what season did the Indians establish the AL win record of 111? Uh, that was 1954, I believe. That is correct. Good job, oh, Odie. Wow. True or false? And remember, this is from 1990. The Brewers have never won a World Series game. Well, I don't know. I think they did win one in 82, but maybe did they get swept? No. You, you are also correct. They have three victories in the 82 World okay. Series. Yeah, that was a good World Series. And True or had, false? They had Robin Yount. Of course. Best shortstop in baseball. That's right. Well, he was waiting. He was wait, he's lucky Juan Bell wasn't, uh, wasn't in the league yet. Uh, all right. True or false? The Royals have the, had the best record in the American League West during the 1980s. And that's all, I guess that's a winning percentage for the entire decade of the 80s. True or false? In the West? Yes. I think so. I'm going to say true. Joe? I'll go with true as well. You are both correct. Kansas City Royals, the best winning percentage of the 1980s in the American League West. They're, of course, not in the American League West anymore. All right, so let's, uh, let's move into the cards. We have somebody we have seen before. We have Kevin Bass. All A right. foe in 86 for the Mets. Big foe. All right. We have a controversial AL All-Star. We have Tim Steinbeck. Do you know what's so controversial about Tim Steinbeck being a All-Star? His real name is Terry? <laughs> that, 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 that is true. <laughs> So controversy apparently, abound. <laughs> apparently, uh, the A's had this. Uh, they had this uh, all-star ballot thing where you could line it up, and there was punch cards for all of the A's players. So all you had to do was hold your all-star ballot down, push it down, and it would it would vote for for all the Oakland A's. And a lot of people think that's the reason why Terry Steinbeck was uh, on the all-star team that one year. Wow. Well, Chris Hoyles was certainly pissed about that. So, All right, let's, uh, let's uh, look at our next card. We have Atlanta Brave, Pete Smith. Classic fifth starter for the Braves. Supposed to be like the, the last guy in that amazing rotation. We have a Yankee pitcher. Odie, why don't you go ahead and uh, announce this one? Oh, Greg Cataret. Cataret. Yeah. Do you do you, do you remember? Do you, he <laughs> was it was was he? Uh, I don't know. He was born in Arizona. He's he's less <laughs> French than Bruce Boucher. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do remember that Greg Cataret came over to the Yankees. Uh, along with Eric Klunk for Ricky Henderson. Oh, and who else was in that deal? It was uh, Luis Polonia. So he was a uh, guy who got in a lot of trouble. What, uh, do you know what kind of trouble he got? Because that might lead you to the, to the buster pile. Oh, uh, it wasn't Greg Cataray. Luis oh. Polonia is the oh, oh, okay, yeah. So. All right. We have a Philadelphia Philly. 
we have Don Carmen. Does anybody remember Don? I just hated that guy. He was an annoying Philly. He wasn't really that good, but he always held, held his own against the Nets and found him annoying. What, what, what's his hometown? Uh, I'm going to say uh, Bradenton, Florida. Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Oh, no way. Wow. All right, we have a uh, we have a guy who had had some pop. We have Ruben Sierra. He was a guy whose cards I like to collect at one time. He was one of those like late Yankees in the uh, yeah in their nineties run. They kind of threw him on the team like they did with yeah. Stanley and some of the other you know, Chili Davis, right? Canseco. Can say Canseco? Yeah, interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, all these big muscular guys. All right, so we have a Atlanta Brave. We have Alani Smith. He was he was fleet of foot. All right, well, we have a we have a card that uh, has has two players on it. It <laughs> is a AL All Star featuring Mark McGuire and. Some other guy. I'm not quite sure who's, who that is. Who, who's this other guy? Who's this Don Mattingly guy that's, that's, that's on this card with, with Mark McGuire? A pair of guys who have to pay to get into the Hall of Fame just like you and me. One of them coaches the Marlins, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to insult one of our 25 listeners by doing that. <laughs> Don't uh, don't Hello, uh, listeners. That was a little. That was a little inside baseball there. Okay. I, we we have uh, we have we have many more than than twenty five fans, Joe. <laughs> I mean, people have been clamoring for a podcast where guys just open up baseball cards and talk about. <laughs> it. All right, we have a St. Louis Cardinal. We have Alex Cole. I don't mm. remember Alex. I remember him as an Indian. He came up as an Indian. I didn't, I didn't know he was ever a Cardinal. He was pretty fast. He, he took uh, Kenny Lofton's place for a little bit. I think Kenny Lofton was hurt to start the year. And Alex Cole may have been the rookie of the year one year even. can't remember for sure. Though. He, also so, has, he also has those uh, sweatbands on the forearms. Nothing says 90s baseball like a Terry Claus sweatband on your forearm. <laughs> so not Alex Cole, but uh, maybe maybe one of his teammates, uh, Vince Coleman. Um, where was Vince Coleman at when he had the tarp like rolled over his leg? Was that was that Shea Stadium? I don't know. I know Vince Coleman was a real firecracker on the base pad. So, <laughs> and in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we we we're, we're we're pretty strong on the catchers. Uh, we have. Mr. Joel Skinner of the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, he got around. He was a Yankee. He was a White Sox. His dad was a major leaguer. All right. We have, we have a New York oh. Jet. We have a, we have a guy who uh, wants to make sure that uh, you uh, – is it, is it uh, that your mustache is uh, not showing any gray? We have uh, – Keith Hernandez. Just for men. Just for men. From yeah. Seinfeld fame. Seinfeld fame. Yeah. I don't know if you he, – he's, he's a prolific tweeter, and he got into a bit of trouble on the, on the Twitter the other day. Uh, apparently some uh, 
he he started flirting with a lady uh, out in public, and uh, you know he was he was having a good old time with her. He was trying to meet up with her, and it was all done not through the DMs. There. <laughs> it was done <laughs> all out in the open. <laughs> But maybe that's what you do when you're Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez. (laughs) All right. We have a Baltimore Oriole. We have Mark Williamson. Mark Williamson was was uh, was one of the four Orioles pitchers who uh, combined to to throw a no hitter uh, one time. They used they used four pitchers to to get a to get a no hitter. Interesting. All right. Here's another guy with a with a bit of pop. We have Greg Vaughn. This is a Greg Vaughn rookie card. Now, I would have been very excited for this card in 1990, thinking that it was going to bring me a big return in cash. But right now, it's probably not worth anything. Yeah, his son is a Mets prospect, so. Yeah, but he's been in the minors for a while, so I don't know if he's a prospect at this point. All right. This guy was a pretty good second baseman. We have Mr. Frank White. He was always considered a great glove. He was. All right. We're going to need some help on this one. Uh, I do not know this guy, but he is a Met. Um, Why don't you guys tell me about Mr. Elaine Beatty, do you guys do you remember him? Did he did he pan out? He did not. I think he might have been one of the guys who played for the Mets and the Yankees. Feel like there might have been a twin uh, cup of coffee in there somewhere, and uh, you know he he just was uh, not very good. I mean, I think he showed up in the yearbooks as prospects to keep an eye on, but really didn't want to keep an eye on Blaine Beatty after all. All right, so that finishes out the '90s flare. So, Mr. Odie, why don't you uh, why don't you bring us a another pack of cards? Okay. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed we did not pull a Juan Uribe card. I don't know if you guys know, but on eBay, the 1990 flare Juan Uribe goes for something like twenty five thousand dollars. People have often talked about that card being used for money laundering, which is quite a uh, quite unbelievable. So, so my other pack that I've got today is a 1993 Pacific Primera Edición Tarjetas en Español for the Ligas Mayores de Baseball. We'll see how these are. I have no idea what to expect from this pack. But uh, let's see what we've got. Ah, oh, here, here we go. Our first player, Rob Deere, a Hardinero, now, which is an we, outfielder. Rob Rob Deere was uh, on the first episode of the of the Busters, and we discussed how he was uh, he was born a little too early. Uh, he would do really well in the walk strikeout home run of modern day baseball, but uh, yeah, like we said, he was he was born a little too early. It's very true, Rob Deere. Here we've got a lanzador, Joe Baver. I got an extra card stuck to the back of this one. Uh oh. I I don't remember I don't remember Joe too too much. 
Yeah, I think he was he was around a bit. He played for probably the Phillies and the Astros and the the Braves, I think. But got to know him through WTBS way way back in the day. What did he did he, a, did he work as? So here we go, another annoying Brave, but it's a good pitcher one time, Marvin Freeman, a lanzador. These aren't bad-looking cards, really. Not too bad. You you do like the shiny cards, though. I you, do, I do. The glass. Yeah. Here we go. You might have some comments on this guy. <laughs> Leo Gomez. Oh, Leo Gomez. He does he have the does he have the big the big glasses in the uh, in the in the photo? Uh, on the front, you can't see them, but on the back, you sure oh, can. Oh, yeah, he definitely does. Those big some, specs. Those are some big specs, yeah. He played so. Tercera Base. Yeah. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't very good. He would, uh, he would hit a home run, like, uh, every once in a while. But besides that, uh, not, not, not too much. But uh, there wasn't a lot of good Orioles at that time. Very true. Unlike yeah, that year, he hit 17 home runs. Unlike today, where there's lots of good Orioles. <laughs> this is very true. Here we go. This person is really not a human being that I like very <laughs> much, but it's a pretty good player. The Rocket. Oh. Roger Clemens. So, also a lanzador. So, was... Uh... Was he on the Orioles, or am I misremembering? Or, or was he like on all the other teams? <laughs> I think all the other teams except the Orioles and the yeah, Mets. I'm, I misremembered that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that that's it. There are only five cards in that. Oh match. wow! You know, you really you really get what you paid for with them. All right, so that'll take us to my uh, my third and final pack, which is a, a ninety-two. Series one top stadium club. Now, and these are also listed as super premium. So remember, these are these are super premium cards. Okay. Keep you. There might be some value there. Yeah. Make, just just remain calm when when you see how super premium these cards are. You said 1993, huh? Two. 1992. 1992. All right. Let's uh, let's, let's see if I could. Uh, Is that like Brian Taylor? Uh, he he could be in here. Um, he he uh, he probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't make it uh, too 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 far. All right, so we have a we have a giveaway. I I'm going to assume that the expiration for me getting back to them is is probably uh, probably not working anymore. All right, so we have. A Toronto Blue Jay. We have Ken Daly. So these might be super premium because on the back they show you the rookie card. He has a he has a looks like an eighty three tops rookie card. Yeah. Um so is that card one thirty seven, Matt? It is. Look at that. You can, oh, I didn't see that. No, I. Uh, oh, you were you were. I, I you pulled were. up the checklist. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I just happened to notice him. 
All right. So we have a we have a is this our maybe our only our second Hall of Famer so far? We have Mr. Lee Smith. All right. So he's gonna go he's gonna go next to next to Robin there. Okay. Well this, this is, is Roger Clemens, not a Hall of Famer. Not a Hall of Famer. <laughs> All right, so we talked about this guy earlier, and he is a Met at this point in his career, Mr. Vince Coleman. Oh, there he is. Looks like his leg is in one piece. He is not is. under a tarp. Not under a tarp. You know what? I think maybe the Kansas City Royals, he got uh, caught under the tarp in the in the World Series. There was some shadiness going yeah, on Yeah, 85 there. maybe. Um, could be. Yeah, does it show his 86 tops uh, rookie card? It is. You, you missed it by a year. It's a oh, 80, that's a, cry, 80, a tops traded. It's an eighty. It's an eighty-five. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's from the tops traded set then that year. So, you know, if remembering the the format of old baseball cards was a uh, much needed skill, I I I would uh, I would do well in the world. <laughs> All right. So we have a Minnesota Twin. We have DH Hall of Famer Randy Bush. <laughs> Not sure what Hall of Fame he's in, but uh... oh, did I say Hall of Famer? <laughs> did it say I what did. high school? No. Okay. <laughs> so actually, there is absolutely no way he can be a Hall of Famer because yeah, uh, they there's a there's a there's a hot zone for for how you can hit uh, if you do well with the inside the outside pitches, and this says insignificant major league data available for an accurate analysis of batting strengths and weaknesses. So <laughs> he's definitely not a Hall of Famer, so. <laughs> All right. We have, and I think we've seen this guy before. I think when we saw him last, he was a Boston Red Sox. We have not Hall of Famer, Rich Gedman. Yeah, he was annoying. All right, second baseman of the Cincinnati Reds, Bill Doran. Does anybody remember him? I do. He had a run with the Astros for a while. You are correct. He did, yeah. Looking, looking at the back, his, his rookie card is, a, is an Astros card. Very good, Joe. That's right. All right. This guy had another guy with some pop. Minnesota Twin, Kent Herbeck. I love that guy. Oh, he's got the classic rookie card with the with the three people on the back. Yeah. So. And all three of those guys actually played for the Twins, unlike a lot of those other ones. Unlike Bob Bonner, for example. Hey, I have a lot of those Bob Bonner rookie cards, and those <laughs> those, those are those are those are highly sought after Bob Bonner rookie cards. Let me tell you. <laughs> Mrs. Bonner and Matt <laughs> are the, the collectors of Bob Bonner rookie cards. Grandma Bonner. <laughs> All right. Joe, why don't you go ahead and announce this one? Can you can you see who that is? <laughs> the other candy man. Yeah. <laughs> Hope he's not that's offended a, that we didn't consider him in that's our a, uh... that's a third candy man. <laughs> Tom Candonati. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what, what, what team is he on in his rookie card here on the back? 
I want to say Los Angeles, but I want to also say what Odie says. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember, but I think it's Cleveland. Uh, you are both incorrect. He oh. is a Milwaukee a brewer. Wow. Later he went to Cleveland. He was in charge of a, you know, Robert, uh, Robert, Robert Neal Terror. You know, before games, he actually went into with uh, Milwaukee. Now that you say that, I remember that. He used to put in the moose in the gel and fluff it up. Make sure it had a good fluff underneath the, underneath the, the, the head yeah. fluffer. The head fluffer for uh, Robin Yount back six, in the, the, the early 80s. He was the, the first six-tool player. <laughs> yeah. Six being hairdressing. Yeah. All right. So we have a Los Angeles Dodger. We have... Dave Hansen. Anybody anybody remember Dave? Uh, kind of a scrub. That guy kind of sucked. Yeah. Again, he's another one who has the 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 hot zone, weak zone. They, they don't even have enough data on him. Not enough data. All right. This guy. We 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 could discuss this guy for 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 a while. We have at this point Cleveland Indian Joey Albert Bell. What uh why don't you, why don't you uh Odie, why don't you leave me off with a Albert Bell uh story? Oh that guy when he was in Cleveland he was a beast and uh when he left Cleveland he was supposed to continue being beastly, but I don't know if he he did so. I don't think so. No, he did not. <laughs> so who did do you remember when his bat was taken and put into the umpire's room? Um, for possibly being corked. Do you know who went into the air ducts and snuck into the umpire's room like Mission Impossible style to to take the bat before the umpires could get there? Do you know who that was? I want to say it was Buck Showalter. It was not Nathaniel Buck Showalter. (laughs) It was Jason Grimsley. Come on. (laughs) It sounds like something something Doug DeSensei would do, actually. (laughs) Just gotta save the player. Protecting people all the time. He is. He's 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 he's, 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 uh, he's there to protect. All right. This guy was referenced when we referenced him. I think we referenced him as a New York Yankee. We have Chili Davis. He's a DH. All right. So he's he's his rookie card is another yeah another another three uh, three players. So. For most of his career, Aberbell was also a DH. I'm not talking about designated hitter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh All right. Hey, the guy, uh, Chili Davis, though. uh, He's the Mets hitting coach these days. I kind of like him. Except for the Robinson Cano experiment. So, here's a a left-hander. Big hitter. Samuel Horn. Does anybody remember Sam Horn? The great Red Sox. He was. He uh, he hit three home runs in opening day for the Orioles one time. I'll come up and check it out. Okay. All right. We have uh, we have another Oriole. We have Mike Devereaux. Yeah, now that's a French last name. It is. We. Oui. So one time, uh, 
Mike Devereaux hit a controversial game-winning home run that uh, might have been fair, might have been foul, was was next to uh, very close to the the pole. And uh, the next day, I believe the Anaheim Los Angeles Angels manager was Doug Radar. He came out with a lineup card, and the Orioles had four uh, blank names in the lineup card. And the umpires were like, what's the deal? And he was like, oh, no, since you guys are on the Orioles, why don't you guys just go ahead and put your name on, on their lineup card? And he was ejected before the game even started. He was bold move. Not, not happy. That's passive aggressiveness. Finest. All right. So we have an outfielder, Junior Felix. What uh, what team was Junior Felix a rookie on, Odie? I think the Blue Jays. That is that is correct. All right, so this he will was be supposed to be awesome. He was he was uh, he was a Myrtle Beach Blue Jay, and I uh, I tried to get a a ball card of Junior Felix when I was in Myrtle Beach one time, and it was very very difficult to get because other people were 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 on the same path. Did you you went to a Myrtle Beach Pelicans game? Well, they were Myrtle Beach Blue Jays at the time, but yes, oh, okay. I, I did. Okay, they're, they're, I, I, years before that, I had been there as well. I, I also went, I think, and uh, they had Carlos Delgado there. Oh wow! He was All a right. catcher at the time. So we have Chicago White Sox shortstop Ozzy Guillon. So what it is there? Is there? There should be an antidote uh, about uh, old hot-headed Ozzy there. Anything anybody can remember? I think Ozzy's been known for putting his foot in his mouth once or twice. <laughs> sort yeah. of insensitive comments. Real players coach, though, right, Al? That's what I've heard. All Don't. right. So uh, that is that is it for our cards. And shockingly, the uh, the list of busters is 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 not uh, not very high. So, Odie, who, who, is, who is your buster candidate that you have there? Candidate we had from the Orlando Juice, Jerry Martin. All right. And he was a Met in 1984, by the way. Oh, he was card number 261. Too. No, no, it was, yeah, 261. All right. So, I don't know. I, I, I feel like this guy is going to. This guy might might be the buster. So the the other candidate was old Charlie here. So um, why don't we go ahead and do like we did last time? Why don't why don't we why don't we vote for for the for the buster of the episode? Um, I'll go first. I will because apparently he showed the ball to to uh, Gary Carter. He's 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 got to be the buster. So I, so I'm voting for Charlie. Yeah. So, uh, Odie, I think you had the deciding vote uh, last time. So you have you have the second vote this time. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm going to go with Jerry Martin uh, against my better judgment, but I'm going to go with Jerry Martin because he was a Met and he was not an an, um, uh, an antagonist towards the Mets. So, okay. Uh, Jerry Martin's my guy. He was an antagonist against the against the law, right? Yeah, he, he was an antagonist towards Johnny Law. 
All right. So I think I might know which way this one's going, but uh, Joe, we, we, we're deadlocked here. We, we need a buster. Is it, is it Charlie or is it Jerry? I mean, I think I addressed early on. You know, <laughs> Charlie showed the ball to the kid. The kid, rest in peace, in the middle of the 86 playoffs. It's unacceptable. I, uh, you know. Charlie right. Fairfield is definitely the, uh, the buster. Well, I would right. agree. I would agree. Congratulations, Charlie. Uh, it's a uh, prestigious honor. Only you and, at this point, two other gentlemen uh, own. Uh, to recap, uh, Jimmy Poole was the buster on the first episode. The original buster, Jimmy he Poole. He was. And uh, does anybody remember who was the second buster? Oh, was it man. Lamar? No, it was not Lamar. Yeah. It was not Lamar. Was, was, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Here we was, remember the was, guy who lost. It was Jerry Reed. Jerry <laughs> Reed. Was Jerry. Yeah. Recount. Sounds like we need yeah. a recount on that. <laughs> All right. So the guy who lost. He did. You know, he I think did. we could say that, you know, as far as Busters go, Ozzy Gigan dodged a bullet. Was, uh, <laughs> in another episode, he's probably right up there for uh, – I agree with you. All right, so yeah, that's that's, like that's to, gonna. I uh, said, so go go ahead, Odie. I was just gonna propose that we should see if we can get a, a meeting of all the busters of the the, the program to, uh, to get them together, wax maybe. poetic about their time in baseball with Jimmy Poole and Jerry Reed and uh, maybe like on a historic Charlie like uh, anniversary uh, episode, like twenty five, like bring like twenty five busters uh, together. Hell, if we can get to four, I would say we should have a, a special. <laughs> we can go for nine and field the whole Buster team. We have a oh, pitcher. Yeah. Oh, well, we, 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 yeah, we, we actually, we're very he- pitcher heavy on Busters. I think, uh, I think we have three man, we have a three man rotation so far. So, yep. They're all, all right. relievers, too, I think. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to have to start being more selective here. All right, so uh, so Odie, do you have any uh, statistics you wanna you wanna give anybody uh, before before we go? Any uh, anecdotes? Anything? Uh, you know, I think uh, today my my only uh, anecdote is that uh, it's been a pleasure to figure out that there are teams that were named the Orlando Juice and uh, you know the Bradenton Explorers. I really think uh, they're they're placed in history is. You know, needing to be highlighted some more, and uh, you know, if I can, if I can do that, I'll be happy to. I'm, I'm going to be proud to do that. So, Very I'm just going to toot my own horn this time. And and Joe, uh, do you, it, if Charlie's listening, do you want to do you want to tell him about uh, baseball etiquette if uh, somebody grounds out to the pitcher? I don't know. Do you have a edit button? Can I, <laughs> can, I use, can I can I use a, a a naughty word? Is that is that possible? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't fuck with Gary Carter. <laughs> there you go. And we just earned our explicit tag. Yeah. So. All right. <laughs> so uh, that's that's going to do it for us. I'd like to to thank everybody for, for listening to episode three of the Baseball Busters. Um, if you could go on to iTunes and subscribe, you can listen to this wonderful podcast where we open up cards and talk about the players. Uh, if you give us a rating and review, that would help other people find it because you know that your friends are looking for a podcast where people are opening up <laughs> packs of cards. Uh, if you want to give us a follow to see some of these wonderful cards, you can do that on Instagram. We are the Baseball Busters Podcast. We are on Twitter at Baseball Busters. And we also have a Facebook page, which is Facebook forward slash Baseball Busters 
And that is the end of episode three. And we will be back very soon with episode four and more Busters. Thank you, everyone. Busted.